0: Hello and welcome. This is part 2 in the Create Your Shift series of episodes. In this episode, we'll be exploring the concept of listening to your body. It's all about communication with your inner self, your body, and even your higher self or higher guidance. Listening to your body is an incredibly valuable tool that you can use to create your own unique shift in your overall health and well-being. Here's what this episode's all about. We'll talk about your amazing human body and we'll answer some questions like, how does your body talk to you? What sort of things is your body telling you? And then we'll talk about tuning in to listen to your body and getting into the science mode. And we'll talk about evaluation of your science experiment. So let's get started with your amazing human body. I think most people take the human body for granted. It's so easy to do that. All systems in your body work so well and so automatic all the time. And that's how it was meant to be, right? When a health issue pops up, that's when people really start to focus more on their body and what it needs. In the meantime, we don't always listen and hear what our body's telling us that might stop us from having health issues. Your body's continually communicating with you, giving you messages and telling you what it needs. And many times it tells you what it doesn't need. Most people are simply too busy to hear it or too busy to stop and listen. And we haven't been taught to slow down and listen to your body and what it needs. Of course, we've been taught to pay immediate attention to big screaming messages and take immediate action if we're experiencing things like chest pain or shortness of breath, those sorts of things. Those would be more of an emergency that catch our attention right away. It's the smaller, more subtle messages that I'm talking about here. Your body is communicating with you all the time, even if you're not aware of it. Your human body is a biotechnical machine that is so complex and so amazing. It's designed to work perfectly to heal itself when given the right conditions. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. Your body just automatically does all of these things. All the cells, the tissues, the organs function automatically without any conscious effort. The heart automatically knows how many times to beat and it pumps the blood throughout the body automatically. The respiratory system knows how to take in the air, use the oxygen, and breathe out the carbon dioxide, all automatically. The body knows how to fight off germs and viruses and heal itself from cuts, scrapes, wounds, or even surgeries. We don't have to consciously tell the body what to do in all of these situations. The body just knows what to do. It's so amazing. I mean, this biotechnical machine we live in is just beyond comprehension in so many ways. So how does your body talk to you? Well, it's definitely an inside voice that only you can hear. It's not exactly an outside voice like from across the room. Your body talks to you in thoughts and in intuition. You might get a gut feeling because the gut, after all, is the center of the nervous system and it's connected to the brain via the gut-brain axis. The messages might also perhaps come through memories, a memory of what has happened last time that you were in a certain situation and maybe that warns you of some danger or maybe that gives you a message of what to do or what not to do, like a particular food. Maybe you have a memory of what happened when you ate a certain food or did a certain activity and your body is telling you do this again or don't do this again. Your body speaks to you through feelings like emotions, including stress or anxiety, and feeling nourished or cared for. Those are messages too. There are also physical sensations like pain, nausea, headaches, fatigue, cravings, jitters, irritability, brain fog, a heavy stomach or heavy digestive feeling. There's just so many ways that your body is trying to get your attention and so many messages that we can hear from our body. We just need to slow down and listen. So let's talk a little bit more about what sort of things is your body telling you? There are lots of different things that your body tells you about, from simple things to more complex things. Some of the very simple messages could be, you're thirsty and you need water, or you're breathing really hard and you need to slow down. Maybe your eyes are having trouble focusing and they need to rest, or maybe they're dry and they need some moisture. Or perhaps your energy is low and your body's telling you that you need to eat nutrient-dense foods that will give you energy. There are lots of other messages that may not be quite so simple. Your body may be giving you guidance or intuition, like gut feelings, connecting with spiritual guidance, or higher intelligence. Your body could also be showing you how it's reacting to whatever's happening around you. It could be the nervous system that's giving you some information, your gut feelings, emotional feelings. It could be perceptions or intuition. It can also be physical, like your body going into the stress, fight or flight response mode, where your body produces certain hormones that protect you in time of danger and allows you to flee from the danger. The fight or flight mode response hormones also have an impact on what's happening in your brain and your thinking processes. Your body could be telling you how it's reacting physically to the food you're eating or the food you've just eaten. This can be an immediate reaction, like an immediate stomach ache or nausea, or it can be a result you feel a short time after consuming the food, like gas or bloating, headache, fatigue, jitters, that sort of thing. Your body could also be telling you how it's reacting to your continuous consumption of certain foods. This would be more of a cumulative result of reaction, or perhaps a repeated reaction over and over again that's causing long-term damage. For example, the blood sugar roller coaster. If you're consuming sugar and your blood sugar is going unbalanced, then you're gonna feel really energetic right after you consume the sugar, but then your blood sugar will go low really quickly and you will have an energy crash, an energy depletion, and uh, you'll end up feeling lots of cravings and that sort of thing. So that could be another one of the messages. So let's talk about tuning in to listen to your body. So how do you tune in to listen to your body? Well, you need to slow down and have the intention of listening to your body and what's going on. The first thing you need to do is take a breath and consciously focus your attention inward on your body, your feelings, your gut. Be still and listen just for a minute to hear what's going on, to sort of get a feel for what is happening. Notice what comes to you. Is it a thought? Is it a feeling? Is it a physical sensation? Is it a small inside voice talking to you? It's going to be different for every person. There isn't one way, it's very individual. So for you, it could be totally different than what you hear someone else saying, their messages from their body are like. So what you need to do then is pay attention and find out what is your body telling you? How does it relate to the situation around you or Maybe how does it relate to what you just ate or what you're considering consuming? Your body has a lot of different ways to give you messages. It could be before you eat something, it could be while you're eating something, or it could be after you've eaten something, you get a message about what's going on inside your body. Very, very valuable. So what's next? Once you sort of get a handle on what's happening, what's next? Well, you could write the message down or simply remember it and consider what to do next based on what you just heard from your body telling you this message from your inner self. It seems really complex, but it's, it's actually not that complex. You slow yourself down, you listen, You hear what your body has to say, and then you decide what's the best course of action. It actually goes fairly quickly once you get used to doing it. Learning to listen to your body is a process. When you make a habit of taking the time to listen to your body, the process becomes quite easy really. You'll be able to pause, mentally connect with your body, ask your body silently what it needs, and listen for the answer. It can be really, really quick. I'll give you an example of how I do this in less than a minute. I have a very interesting digestive system, so I need to monitor how much spicy food I consume. If I'm considering having an ethnic meal that is really quite spicy, the first thing I have to do is focus my attention within and decide how my body's been feeling, how my digestive system has been feeling. Has it been feeling strong? Has it been giving me some little signs that it's struggling a little bit? What is the situation right now in my gut? What's going on? And once I determine that, it doesn't take very long. I can basically ask my body, is it going to be okay if I have this spicy food? Immediately, I will get a feeling, yes, no, maybe. Usually it's a strong yes or no. So that's kind of the practical part of it. It doesn't take long once you get used to doing that. You're building a relationship with your body, believe it or not, it's kind of an odd thing. You live in this body, but sometimes we just don't have a communication built up with our body itself. So you're building a communication relationship with your body. And once you sort of establish a relationship doing that, your body will talk to you quite quickly. Let's talk about getting into the science mode. I like to say, embrace the experiment. It's really helpful to get into a science mode. Really treat it like a science experiment, start to finish. Seriously, gather all the data, evaluate the results. Start by having a mindset of a scientist, be open and pay attention to gathering information, be really meticulous as to how you gather it and what you ask yourself, what information you get, and evaluate it. The idea is to gather information, evaluate it and learn from it, to make choices to move forward in positive ways. So you'd need to have a notebook and a pen to write all the information down. And recording it won't necessarily be done while you're in the experiment itself. Many times you'll need to rely on your memory and what you were paying attention to at the time things were going on. The evaluation later is the important part because you'll be evaluating how food was affecting you or how your emotions were affecting you with the food. You'll be evaluating all of those sorts of things that are affecting your health. So keep in mind, this is not about guilt. Guilt serves no useful purpose. Guilt, in fact, shuts everything down, including any possible evaluation. Guilt keeps you in a negative cycle of what you don't want, and it won't let you see what you do want. Whatever you're communicating with your body about and treating it like a science experiment, it's important to know that it's not about the guilt. Not at all. So here's an example of how it would go. Let's use sugar consumption as the example. In our example, let's say that Christmas is coming and you've just been to the first social event of the season. There were so many of your favorite sweet treats and baked goods and they were so amazing that you ended up eating far more than you'd planned to eat. Some of the healthier food options just weren't calling to you like the sweets were. So after the event, you feel great and energetic for a while, and then you suddenly feel very tired, irritable, and hungry, and you feel like you'd be fine with a strong cup of coffee, and if you just had something else sweet to eat, it would give you another kickstart. You also have a headache. So, in the name of health, you head to the nearest donut shop. The next day, you have a horrendous headache. You have brain fog, low energy, you're very irritable and you have sugar cravings like crazy. So that's our example. So let's talk about the evaluation of your science experiment. So when it's time to do the evaluation of your experiment, you need to grab your notebook and gather the data and record it. Remember, this is not about guilt. It is an open and insightful look at the details of an event. Here's some questions to ask yourself. How were you feeling before the event? Include physically, emotionally, and your stress level. Those are all valuable pieces of information. Ask yourself, how were you feeling at the event itself? Again, include physically, emotionally, and your stress level. Were you feeling that you needed some comfort food in the form of sweets to relieve stress? Was the event itself stressful for you? Were there triggers for this food? like the aroma or pressure from friends around you to have some of this food? Ask yourself those sorts of questions. What was actually going on? Did the food give you instant energy and then about half an hour later, your energy disappeared? These are important clues. What did you notice, if anything, right after you ate the food? Were there any specific effects like digestive issues, headache, increased cravings? You could also ask yourself, how were you feeling after the event was over? even the next day? How did you feel physically? Your energy level, your hunger level, headaches, jitters, brain fog, digestive discomfort? These are all important questions to ask yourself. How did you feel emotionally? Did you have emotional mood swings, irritability? Were you being driven crazy by cravings? Did you feel depressed? And then once you've finished going through a whole lot of questions and gathering data, you look at the answers to your questions. Is your body trying to tell you something? If you've had negative physical or mental emotional outcomes, what is it telling you? If you've had positive outcomes from the food you ate, what is your body telling you? By embracing the experiment, you learn to listen to your body and what it's telling you. You learn not to get dragged into guilt because that doesn't serve anything. And you learn how certain foods and or situations affect your body either negatively or positively, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And you also learn how certain foods and situations could be causing health issues. And you can also use the results of your evaluation to make a positive plan to set some health goals and achieve those health goals. Here's the one minute recap. This episode was a continuation of the concept of Create Your Shift by exploring how to listen to your body. Specifically, I talked about your amazing human body. I talked about how your body talks to you and what sort of things your body's telling you. Then I covered tuning in to listen to your body and getting into the science mode. And finally, we talked about evaluation of your science experiment. Here's the bottom line. Your body is an absolutely amazing biotechnical machine that communicates with you all the time, whether you hear it or not. When you develop the skill and habit of listening to your body, you have an incredible power to create your personal, unique shift in your health and wellness. You'll be able to understand what your body needs at any given time, and that is such an empowering way to create the shift you need, whatever that looks like for you. You'll be in the driver's seat, navigating your health journey by taking small doable steps forward that work for you and have a huge impact on your health. You'll be able to unravel the mystery of your unique cravings. You'll know which foods give you strength and energy and which foods to avoid. By listening to your body, you'll be able to find a healthy balance that will keep you thriving. If you're ready to create your unique and powerful shift in your health, connect with me and we can chat about the possibilities for you as a unique individual. You can connect with me through the thesugarswitchpodcast.com or better yet, join the Facebook group Sugar Switch with Kathy. You'll be able to connect with me, ask questions and get support. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash sugar switch with Kathy forward slash. The Sugar Switch Podcast is the only weekly short, sweet, and to the point podcast program that absolutely makes a point of switching things up to give you a different perspective about sugar, nutrition, and your health. Every episode's available on the com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, and on Android. Until next time, go on out there and live the sweet life without refined foods and sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch podcast. Thanks for tuning in.